Greetings and salutations, Hard Rock Lunchbox and members of the Top 20. How is everybody doing? We are, we are broadcasting live from the middle of an air quality alert area just outside New York City. My daughter was tracking the air quality yesterday. Turns out that it was absolutely worse than Mumbai and, uh, and Delhi in India, so... Good job, everybody. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about it. Like, I mean, listen, Canada's allowed to have forest fires if they want. It's not really, it's not really something exclusively Californian, but what are you going to do? Like, I, I don't know. Pete, <laughs> I feel like I've been having this conversation for so long. Like, it's a good thing that climate change isn't real, right? Like, because otherwise we'd be having, like, forest fires, really weird weather, all kinds of stuff like that. Like, it's it's so shocking sometimes to just kind of, like, when you take stock of your surroundings. Like, I honestly, this, this, this might be a question that doesn't actually um, land well with the audience, and that's fine. Because I don't know where everybody falls on their own particular spectrum, and I don't mean like the spectrum. Just like I'm not sure where everybody falls, in, you know, in terms of like understanding how the world works. I've had a lot of realizations over the past decade about things like that, and I, I don't know how if this is going to apply to everybody. But like, have you ever been like in a room or a conversation or in a group or whatever, and you just kind of like. Yes, you realize that you're the only one that's understanding what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I was watching, I was watching one of my favorite SpongeBob episodes last night. Um, it's called Big Pink Loser. If you're a fan of the the, the SpongeBob's. And I was watching it because Charlotte said she had never seen it. And I was like, nah, it's not true. She's definitely seen it. Like, but it's, she might have just been, you know, a squish or whatever when she watched it. So I made her watch. First of all, I completely forgot that that's where the opening to the show comes from. I forgot it was that episode. Um, but there's a part in it where Patrick, uh, this, I don't want to throw any spoilers, but I mean, I think it's like, it might be 23 years old at this point. So, um, there's a, there's a point where Patrick's working at the Krusty Krab, trying to, well, he's trying to win an award, which obviously you go to the Krusty Krab, but he's, uh, SpongeBob sends him to sweep the restaurant, and of course Patrick is sweeping upside down, so, you know, the room, the sweep part is at the top, and the stick part, anyway, so he's sweeping with the stick, basically, and, and this fish just walks up to him, just is like, you know, hey pal, <laughs> You just blowing from stupid town, and I have got to tell you, I think that the population of stupid town has grown exponentially because I keep running into residents from that place all goddamn time. So I don't know if it's a particular outreach, and they're just like sending their camp kids out to wherever I am. But man, I am definitely interacting with uh, stupid townians all the goddamn time, and it's just. It's just beyond ridiculous, and, like, it's no, like, it's not even really a surprise at this point. I, I will say, I did I did get surprised by one thing, as I was, I'm desperately trying to do better at promoting the show that we've got next Friday, so 
I went on to just share the um, flyer again for Mr. Beery's next Friday night. And just my, my entire feed was, I guess, I mean, unless they were being sarcastic or ironic, like just my entire feed was people like complaining about wearing masks. And it's like, what what conversation are we even having anymore? Like, and I I think I had commented on um, uh, AJ had made a post. I think I think he was kidding. I hope he was kidding. I honestly don't know. Um, but I was like, I am so not interested in saving. I wasn't interested in saving people before. Like, to, truth be told, like I was not pro mask to save anyone's life. Like, I am. I think I've been on record for years saying that we have enough people. I think we're done. Certainly here in the Northeast, the New York City area, I think there were way too many people. And I think that we really need to stop duplicating and replicating and having so many kids. Like, I think, you know, as, as, as ridiculous of a plan as it was for China to limit people, with, you know, to have one kid... I think it's something we should seriously consider, and I'm not, you know, I don't want to take anything away from anybody else, but, like, I would also throw an IQ test up on that before we start actually allowing people to have kids. That's just me, and it's probably not why I'm not going to be in charge anytime soon, but I, I cannot believe that people are, like, complaining that there have been recommendations to wear masks, like... Dude, don't wear them. Like, please don't wear them. Like, if, if you have such an opposition to this, like, don't. Like, don't at all. Like, I understand that everything these days is due to an abundance of caution. Like, I get that. Like, that's fine. But also, like, a lot of the reasons we need this abundance of caution is because people are so ill-equipped to deal with the actual world because... We've sheltered them. We've genetically made them deficient. You know, the medicines that kids are on and people are on lower their immune system. And, you know, all, and I don't want to throw asthmatics under the bus, but the simple fact that we're growing asthmatics at an exponential rate should speak to something besides, oops, that's just sort of too bad. Like, that's not just too bad. There's a reason there are so many more asthmatics. And if you kind of look around and think about why kids have so much asthma, you might learn something like I know I have and it's not it's not on me to speak to because honestly I don't care that much about the subject but the reason we have to be careful with so many things like that is because there are so many people like that and it's it's a good thing for the schools to offer advisories like maybe these maybe they should cancel outdoor activities I don't know how many of my listeners are in the northeast or in the New York City area but it looked like the dust bowl yesterday outside, and it really shouldn't because, A, it's not the 20s, it's not the Southwest, and, dude, those colors really don't exist outside of a good Instagram filter. Like, that's that's what our air was yesterday. And if you don't want to wear a mask, man, please don't. Like, the quicker you are off the table, the better. But at the very least, I don't want to hear you complain. Like, I just want to be sure you're not complaining about it because I personally have had just about enough of all that that complaining. So like, like make make no mistake, like I I am not interested in saving anybody's life that doesn't want to be saved. Like I'm not. You don't want to wear a mask, you want to go get COVID, like 
You want to go get herpes? Like, go do it, man. Like, have all the fun you want to do. Like, I am I am not interested. The only reason I was down for people wearing masks because I thought we would get our businesses open sooner. And it turns out that I was correct. And I know everybody is shocked at the fact that, like, I pointed out something super common and super like obvious and easy to know and anybody with an IQ over a you know bookmark should be able to figure that out but yeah there's plenty of people that just can't figure that out because they're not as smart as your average piece of crumpled up trash on the ground and that's you know that's how they're going to roll like you can't oppress me you can't oppress me and make me wear a mask however however Remember, if you're a woman in Florida, a 12-year-old girl in Florida can now no longer see a drag show, but can be forced to bear a child to term because we're not oppressing it. If it seems like I'm in a bad mood, it's because I am. I will try and snap out of it by the end of the top 20, but I think we all know that's not going to happen. Uh, so we could just get to some light housekeeping. That'd be great. The brand new top 20 uh, episode is out. Um, I do talk about T-ball. Um, I did mention to Noodle that uh, I may or may not have uh, discussed uh, his kid's t-ball on the show and also let him know that people were now super interested in watching him watch t-ball, which I thought was very interesting. It completely caught me off guard. Um, I'm sure there was some other stuff. Uh, look at these notes. Uh, talk about trying to be a good person and all that other stuff. And, I want to rescind all that. Like, don't be a good person anymore. Just forget it. Just just do your job. Try and do your job. And let's see how far that takes you. Let's, let's just go and do that. Um, Haunter returns. Uh, they were back on... Uh, Haunter was back on Bacon is my podcast on Monday. Go ahead and check that out. They're doing more uh, tonight on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Bacon is my P.O.D. Uh, they got Luke from Happy Days tomorrow. There's seven questions, so be sure and check all that out. Uh, Stranger, there's an Ashes guitar solo and playthrough. Guitar solo discussion and playthrough. So give that a look. Um, there is tons of stuff uh, going on in Rebel 9. I, however, have not done any of it at all. And everything Rebel 9 related that is taking longer than it should... Uh, on the public front is completely my fault. Everything on the internal side is everybody else's fault but mine. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. But I've got to hit the stick on that, those things. I'm supposed to be releasing lyric videos for both Easy and Blue sometime this... Actually, sometime last month, and I didn't do that. Shocker, I know. Um, the lyric video for Blue, honestly, isn't very good, or it's not as good as I would have liked it. The video, the lyric video for Easy is way better. Also, the record is three years old, so I feel incredibly unmotivated unmotivated to do it. But I do have um, the release. I do have to release Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap because that video is very good. Uh, it is all live footage from our last show at Mulcahy's, and most of the people that come see us locally are actually in the video, which is pretty cool, too. Um, I don't like the fact that it's like one of my fattest moments up on stage, but I'm seriously reaching the point very quickly where I just don't give a shit anymore. And that's just going to be the way it's going to be because I can't, I cannot keep fighting all these fights. Like I can't win any of them if I'm fighting all of them. So I'm just, I just don't care. So that'll be, that'll be coming out soon. I am trying to get, uh, our first single in three years out, uh, before our August show, like the last week of July, but I will tell you, 
I haven't been able to find the time to sit and pull the artwork or create artwork or find artwork or do any of those things, I may not I may not get it released in time in time for the August show, which to me is just it's beyond pathetic. It's it's beyond pathetic and I have no excuse other than I seriously don't have the energy or the resources anymore. I am so worn out by just trying to stay alive at this point that I don't have the resources to throw at all these other projects. And by all these other projects, I mean like this one other project. Like I finished the recording, Kajiana did the mixing and mastering. It's done. The song's done. Like I just have to release it. But you can't really release it without artwork unless I feel like just throwing a Rebel 9 stamp on there and calling it a day. But I feel like it just does such a disservice to all the effort that we've done to put in that we put in to actually create this song, not to mention the song that I basically just plucked out of thin air and created for the human race to listen to and enjoy. I think it deserves some artwork on the record. Not a record cover. Like, I think it just does. You know, my heart out in order to get that uh, to get that released, I believe, is next week. So if I don't have artwork by next week, I might just have to do that and just throw out some blank white album looking or, or Metallica's black album looking cover for Side Out, which sucks. But if I can't get it done, I can't get it done. And believe me, I'm getting no help at all from the band or anywhere else for that matter. Just there's no help coming. And it's just it is just the way that it is. And trying to focus on getting these shows, getting through this show. I can't seem to get a full band practice either. Like, And that's not on anybody like in particular, just the, 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 the structure of the way things are working these days. Like, I can't, can't get it to happen. Like, I was seriously considering canceling uh, band practice tonight because there's an air quality problem, and it might not seem like that big of a deal to, to, to normal people. Like, we'll be inside and all that other stuff, but, like, we're not exactly in the nicest place. Like, we just, we just aren't. And, you know, on Tuesday we were rehearsing, and I was having trouble getting through one set. Now, I have trouble singing through one set live because I do so much talking and I get amped up and I get excited. But when I'm at rehearsal, I never, ever, ever, ever have trouble singing a set, ever. And I couldn't figure it out until I was driving home and I was realizing, like, oh, yeah, people were talking about, like, air quality in particulates. And that was Tuesday. We didn't even have any warnings or alerts or anything like that. It was just something that was. Like, we have an air quality alert emergency today. Like, I have no idea if it's going to be something I can sing through or not. I, I have no idea. But I'm probably going to have to go to practice because if everybody else is going to practice, it's like one of our last practices before this show at Beers. Like, we haven't had a full band practice on the set that we're doing. Like, it's like it's that simple. We haven't had a full band practice of the set that we are performing next Friday. And, you know, at this point, Rebel Line's probably good enough that we don't actually need to do that. And it's not, honestly, that make or break of a show. I mean, Beery's is definitely more for fun than anything else. Uh, we're going to have a great time, and I hope people come out. But and, but super forgiving environment. Like, we're playing last. Everybody's going to be, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people will be drinking by that time. So, you know, the difference between an F and F sharp kind of goes, like, out the window pretty quick. So it's not that big of a deal. But for me personally to go on stage and know that the band is not prepared would just signal a real a real change in occurrence and events for me as a musician. And I'm pretty sure that once that happens, the end is very close. And that'll be it for me for live music. Because it just, if it becomes not worth doing and all I'm throwing up there is garbage, then I think I'd rather just not do it. So that's kind of where I'm at. Just frustrated as fuck trying to get anything and everything done. Uh, but I am, I am 
absolutely doing my best. And I just, I just, I have so much to complain about, honestly. And I just, I, I feel like I keep coming in here every week and it's just like, if, if it didn't happen like within the past couple of hours, like I, it doesn't even make it onto the show because there's just so much stuff going wrong. Like the simple fact that I'm basically just trying to stay alive and it's becoming harder and harder to do so is just ridiculous. Like, and I'll give you a perfect example. Like, I finally had to go for an MRI for uh, for the um, for my neck, a cervical M- uh, MRI, because I think I mentioned this on the show, but like, it's been about eight weeks now where I have a pinched nerve in my neck. We're almost positive, uh, and by we, I mean me and my chiropractor. Um, and it radiates out down my arm, and my index finger has been numb slash pins and needles for eight weeks, which makes it incredibly difficult to play guitar. I haven't been able to write anything because it's too painful. Uh, <clears throat> and in fact, I had gone down to the studio to try and work on some stuff just as this started, and it was the first time in my life that I actually couldn't play something that I was trying to play. I had the physical limitations of me being able to play guitar stopped me from being able to write new that's bad that's bad for me like psychologically that's bad for me like professionally all that other stuff but so i have this you know possibly career ending sort of situation that i've been battling for like eight weeks and we haven't been able to make it better so we finally try and get an mri and i've been fighting with the insurance company for four of those weeks trying to get it so i finally get a doctor that issues me the mri and i (coughs) I go for the mri and that is its own mess and i'll probably talk about that at another time when i have uh, when I have more time because it involved two different appointments and some hella crazy claustrophobia and <coughs> excuse me, air quality in the Hard Rock Lunchbox studio is not great today. Uh, a whole bunch of other stuff went down with that MRI, but I finally got the report back and I got the information. And did I got some serious compression going on in my neck. There seems to be some significant damage. Um, my chiropractor was a lot calmer about it than I was. He was like, that's cool. He's like, everyone's got like some level of degeneration at my extreme advanced age. And that is not uncommon. It's not unworkable. But, you know, it's going to take a lot to sort of release that. And he was saying, like, you know, I'd like to see you two times a week in here. And I told him, like, dude, I don't have the time or money to come in here two times a week. Like, chiropractic care is not covered by my insurance company, like Blue Cross and Blue Shield and stuff like that, which is my current insurance. They don't cover chiropractic care. So I don't have $5 billion to go get the care that I need, but also don't have the time to do it. Like th- these, every appointment takes time. And on a day like, you know, in a week like this, like I have an appointment, like it feels like every single day except for today. I don't have an appointment. But, you know, it's just like I can't even get the help that I want. And the best part is I heard from the doctor today that issued the MRI and they call, call them back. And I'm like, all right, so he wants me to go see a neurologist. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Actually, they they were like, we need the number, the fax number of your neurologist. And I'm like, dude, I don't have a neurologist. Like, how old do you think I am? Like, I don't have a neurologist. And they're like, oh, well, you know, do you want us to send you a list? And I was like, sure, send me a list of neurologists if you like. Like, do that. And now I have an appointment to go see this doctor for a follow-up tomorrow, basically to go over the MRI, which I think they just did. So I'm like, hey, since you just told me all that information, should I just, like, cancel my appointment tomorrow? And she actually says, she's like, 
let me ask the doctor and comes back in two minutes and she's like she's like no actually because it, it's going to take like several months for you to get to see a neurologist you might as well just come in now there's so much shit wrong with that like it's going to take several months to get in to see a neurologist which is bananas anyway and then you might as well just come in like dude i work for a living like you might as well this is not like well i might as well put half and half of my coffee instead of milk today like this is like drive an, a, like a half hour wait for a half hour have an appointment all probably all of three or four minutes honestly then wait for that information drive a half hour like dude i work for a living i don't have time to sit in your office just so you can bill my insurance company for to, and to tell me something you just had a nurse practitioner tell me like that's fine i can work within the system but don't 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 be a dick and like waste my life and my time telling me you can't help me like if you can't if you're if you can't help somebody and you can't tell them over the phone that you can't help them you're in no business being in healthcare or helping people like you, now you're just wasting time being a pain in the ass part of the problem. And can I point out with all of the bullshit that I just said was going on, I am so happy that we don't have single-payer health care because, oh my God, I might have to wait two months for health care if I was in Canada. Guess what, dipshits? I'm in America. I'm American as fuck. And now I have to wait several months, maybe even three months, in America to see a neurologist for something that's causing me pain every minute of every hour of every day. So I just want to thank every single person that can hear me and the sound of my voice that didn't think that single-payer universal health care was a good idea. Fuck you. You are the problem, and you are ruining my life, and I hate you very, very much. Now, everybody else that's listening to me, I think we're probably on the same page. We seem to be pretty aligned on most ideals, and I just... I just got to say, man, it is so important to, like, take care of yourself, not so much so that you stay healthy, but so that you get to stay out of the machinery and the apparatus that is modern medicine. It is just so painful, and it is so hard to deal with, and it is literally killing me. Not the illnesses, not any problems that I'm having, the bureaucracy and the bullshit of trying to deal with it. It's literally killing me slowly. Look at me. Look at me. Look at the way I look right now. I am 24 years old, man, and I look way older than that. Right, so I may not actually be 24 years old, but I certainly don't feel it. I don't even feel 48. I don't even feel 672. Like, what is four, 24 times? If we get 24 times 4, I feel 96 years old is basically what and I've got to tell you, my Segway game may still be on point, because it is, but there really is absolutely no help coming. There is no help on the way, no matter what Rise Against is.